Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican Mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalist, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the Intellectual Newbie Minkaris, and this is Mentalist Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing how to see through people. How can you really see through people? How do you make them transparent to you? Basically... Look at what they look up to. What people look up to in the society, who they look up, who and what they admire, tells you a lot about them. That tells you everything. That's how you see through people, by seeing who they look up to, who they think are great people. Ask somebody next time when you are encountering them, Tell, ask them, who do you look up to? Who do you think highly of? You ask them that. Who do you look up to or who do you think, you know, even if they say, oh, I don't look up to nobody, just say, who do you think highly of? And when they give you an answer, or who do you admire? Now, if you ask the average black person, it's going to be somebody stupid nine times out of ten, somebody a coon or Sambo or Bed Winch or Bed Buck or something like that. And by that answer, they'll let you know how they really think or what they think, what level they on. They'll let you know that. You see, it's not hard. They'll tell you everything. See, this is why in this in this society, this is why, you know, they have what's called a cult of personalities. That they have a cult of personalities, but they try to cultify and put images around people. Am I coming in clear? To fire and put images around people like they do with this so called entertainers and things like that. Right, the beast puts out these entertainers, and you look up to these entertainers. You look up to the characters they put in front of you, right, on screen. But you really don't know how these people are behind the screen. You really don't know. You don't know what they have to do to get in that position, right? All you know, and all you care about is the illusion of what, you know the beast cast out for them to follow. See, because in that image is very deceptive. And the image of people that you look up to, that image tends to be very deceptive. That's why when I encounter the people, whenever I make contact with the people, I make sure that I'm very personable. I make sure I'm personable. What I mean by that is I make sure I am a whole and full person. I'm just being my real whole self. There's nothing phony about me. You see, there's nothing phony about me. If I don't like something, I'm not going to be around it. If I like something, I'll be around it. I'm not going to pretend for people. You see, I'm not going to act a certain way or talk a certain way that's out of my persona to be who I am, who I know myself to be. You see, so people like that, you see, are always considered complex. You see, the most complex people in the world or those who are considered the most complex, the most, how you say, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, those who consider, are considered to be an enigma. Those who are considered to be an enigma, a mystery, or something like that, are people who just themselves, who really themselves. You see, they found comfort in being themselves. You see, because people can, you know, for the most part, if you, you know, if you look through it and you and you, you recognize when people are not being themselves, when people are uncomfortable in their skin, you see, it tells you a lot about their insecurities, their weaknesses, you see. And you know who's good at 
seeing that early in people. The ones who are usually early, who are good at seeing that early in people, are bullies. Bullies are usually good at trying to see what your weaknesses are. You know why? Because bullies are weak. They're weak and they're cowardly. So they're looking for the same weakness or cowardliness in the same somebody else so that they can exploit that. Kind of like how these humans are. You know why these humans use fear? They use fear as a tactic to control because they're afraid. You see, they are af- afraid people. You see, they use fear because, like I said, that they kill and they do things in the most deadliest ways because that's how they fear things. You see, they use what is effective to them or what affects them. They use that on people. Okay? So, you know, when it comes to seeing through people, you know, they're not but so many different personalities or so-called characters in existence today. There are very few characters in existence. You know how you know that? When the when the so-called white man puts out a movie, right, notice he has what's called a character type, right? He has what's called a character type. Like, this is the strong, uh, stern man, he bold, or this is the beta male, weak, nerd kind of guy, or this is the very brainy, smart, clueless girl, this is the sexy woman, and this, that, and the third, or this is the, uh, uh, you know, the... Uh, Mammy or the, or what is it, the uh, matronly, the, the white women people say the matronly. You know, they got all these types of characters. Oh, this guy's the real super crazy guy and whatnot, and he's just off the chain, you know. Notice they have character types. If you don't fit within the character types of these people, you're called strange. You're called an enigma, right? You're called odd. Right? Even though you're not odd, you're actually real. See, because real people are an enigma in the third dimension. Reality is an enigma in the third dimension. Real people are. So the real people, right, the real people with the real personas, they can actually see through the fake ones. The world is full of fake people. I told you that. The world is full of fake people. Clones, people who are trying to be in the image of other people. The world is full of fake people. They don't have no personality. They have no persona. So, therefore, it's easy for those who have a persona, a personality, a real, who are real, who carry a real personal, personable energy to them, a real energy to them. You can see through all the fake people. How many times you don't run into people? You're like, oh, here's, you know, especially with the so-called white man. You already know it's so all these, these these type of white people. White people are so easy to figure out. It, it amazes me how how these Negroes get fooled by the white man, whatever he's talking about. They they real easy to figure out. You see, they so goddamn transparent. It's not even funny. It's nothing. It's nothing uh, uh, strange or unusual or interesting about white people, or Asian people, or Arab people. Or any of these people. And hell, not even you Negroes no more. It used to be a time when you niggas was interested and some of y'all was interested. Y'all ain't even interested no more. You Negroes not even interested. Y'all just like everybody else now. You see, y'all just like everybody else. You see? So when a Republican mentalette comes along and a guy by the name of Nubin Mencares with a group of people named referring to themselves as Mentellian and Mesoamerican and things like that, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's an enigma. That's not. That's unusual. 
see the unusual people, the people who are en- enigmatic, as they say, that's the real people. That's the real people. See, because reality, again, in the third dimensional realm, is unusual. Reality is unusual. Like, for example, if we see, like the white male see, like, somebody, some Caucasian or whoever, and they do some crazy, horrible crime and whatnot, you know, uh, uh, kill a bunch of people, rape a bunch of children, kill some dogs, and rape some dogs. You notice we're not surprised by that, us knowing the humans, because we know that animal background. See, but everybody else who don't know that background of the human race, the animal background, they're surprised when they see them do stuff like this, off-the-wall stuff like this. We're not surprised at nothing they do. You see, because we are almond. And when you are almond and you are in a three-dimensional realm and you are starting to wake up as the almond, that is an enigma. Because they expect you Negroes to stay asleep. They put a lot into keeping you into in, the, in that black sleep that you're in. The beast has done a lot to keep you in that black sleep that you're in. And they've even used some Negro minions to help them. You know, black power and all that other stuff. So like I said, you can pretty much see through everybody here because everybody here is fake. Everybody here is fake. Nobody here is real. You see, nobody here is real except the elect is being gathered. We got no other choice but to be real. You see, and you notice the people who came here, like I said, you notice the people who came here and faded out, like I said, they came here, and then when, as time went on and reality was making itself clear that we are a real community, you see, they left, right? They left because, again, what would draw you here? The message is still the same when you came, and it's the same when you left because you're seeing it becoming more realer and realer as we are growing. It's becoming more real and whatnot because in the world of fakeness, real will always overtake that, and you will see the people and see through the people who are not real. See, you can see through fake things. You can see through fake people. You see, it's easy to see through fake things and fake people. You can't be fake when you're in here. You see, that the energy, the in, our energy as the almond race that is growing stronger will not support fakeness in here. You're going to be forced out. The almond frequency that's going to be installed, that's being installed in here, that mentality is being installed is forcing all the fake people out, all the people that was pretending they was with us when they never really was, and that they never really understood what this was and whatnot. Like I said, ultra, definitely an ultrasounding. That level of high mental frequency is showing us who they are. It's showing us who they are. It's showing us who they are. They was over time with their little meltdowns and stuff like that. People bugging out. Like I said, it was showing who they were over time. You see. Because you have to truly, in order to be real and see through people, you have to be real with yourself. In order for you to have that capability to see through people, and I'm not talking about seeing through people. I'm not talking about the physical body parts. We all know the physical body parts for the most part is pretty much the same. We don't need to see through. I'm talking about what truly drives them, what truly motivates them. You see, what truly drives them and what truly motivates them. That's what I'm talking about. You see. They, like I said, they want to, and they come amongst the real people because they want something that we have, but they are unable to harness that or draw that because, again, they are under the standing of this, which is reality. Again, when you're not able to embrace who you really are 
and be open with who you are, whether you slow, whether you don't, mentally don't get it. Even if you say, I'm slow, I don't get it, you know, um, um, I, I'm not receiving it. Even if I say that and I'm not trying to be phony, that's even real within itself. Because if you're real with yourself, then you can see through all the fake people. You can see through all the fake people if you're real. See, transparent transparency comes when, and you see the transparency in people when the realer you become. Like that that phrase that Bill said: the more realer you become, the more unreal people are going to show themselves to be. The more realer you become in your life. In this world, the more unreal people are going to show themselves to be. They're going to show that they was never real in the first place. You see, and they'll show them, and they'll expose themselves over time because they didn't understand what this is really about. This is for the evolution of us, the growth of us, and it was really supposed to be their chance to evolve themselves, grow within this frequency, grow within this higher state of being. You see. And they would have had that capability to see themselves because, again, once you start trying to be like everybody else in the two-dimensional realm, guess what? You start to be transparent just like they are. When you follow predictable people, when you step here and listen to a bunch of degenerates of people who, you know, we know that mentality. Like like I'm going to give you a good example. Whenever you see the educated coon, and how they talk, how they use certain phrases and tone. You could tell what kind of white people taught them. You can tell whether it was liberal Caucasians that taught them, whether they were taught at these uh, uh, racist Caucasian colleges where, you know, you had these Republican Caucasians. You could tell, or you could tell whether they was taught by some coon Negroes and whatnot. You could tell who taught them. All you got to do is listen to them talk. Okay? All you got to do is listen to them talk. You are... You are who you allow to teach you. You become who you allow to teach you. You see, you become who you allow to teach you. And these people, like I said, they try to act like these people are so deep. They try to act like these Caucasians who they listen to, who run the educational system, who they sit up here and want to copy their persona. They try to act like these people are so deep, but these people are not deep at all. You see, we as the elect, as the bright race, we see the white race and the black race for what they truly are. We as the bright race, we see the white race, and when I say the white race, that means the entire human race, because now the so-called white man incorporates the entire human race as white, and you Negroes are black, you, a.k.a. the subhuman, the human and the subhuman. When you can see through the humans and the subhumans, right? It's easy to see through them because, like I said, we're being raised to a higher level ability and sensory to see through that. We get to see everybody's persona. We record, I should say, excuse me, not persona. We get to see everybody's um, character. You see, notice when we see people's character behaviors, we're able to point it out. We're able to point out how, you know, how they act, how they talk, and we store that in our memory. We store it in our memory for the next time we see it. That's why we'll say, oh, this person act like a black Caucasian because we, we understand or we understand how Caucasian people act. They only act as, you know, they got a very limited way in which they conduct themselves. They're not vast in their level of thinking. They're really not. They make themselves seem that way because they read a lot of books and things like that, but they're really not vast in any real level of thinking. They're not, they're very simple people, you see. But they just bugged out of their mind. They're very plain and bland people that are bugged out of their mind. And the reason why they like that is because they feel as though 
that adds to their character when they're a little quirky, when they're a little crazy, when they're a little over the top. But that's not even really them. They're just a bunch of bland people. And a lot of these people on earth are bland people, so it's easy when these people associate with them, socialize with them, you can tell they do corny things. The same the corny things that these humans find to be uh, um, exciting, you people that follow them are going to do the same thing. You see, exactly, very spiritual beings. You see, when you vibrate off that spiritual energy, it's easy to see through you. These people become transparent. You see that they're driven by their egos, by their emotions and things like that. They're not driven by logic. They're not driven by logic. They push uh, uh, um, their emotions ahead of their thinking, so therefore they become easy to see through. Emotions and emotional people are very transparent. Tell me, whenever you see somebody, you can tell when a person, the average person is angry. You can tell when the average person is upset. You can tell when the average very rarely are you going to see them where they have a stone face where you're not going to be able to read nothing on them. They're very expressive people because the emotion does what? The emotion moves them. The emotion moves them. Their emotions, these humans, especially these Caucasians, these Asians, they 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 move by their emotions. You can tell when they upset. They you can tell when they're trying to upset you, when they're trying to, you know, disrespect you, you know, the vibration they on. You could tell when they can't handle being, you know, embarrassed or, you know, or, or put in a place they can't handle that. They're very transparent. You see? They're very transparent and they're very, how you say, insecure people. Very insecure people. They're very insecure. And they spread their insecurities out on everybody else. That's what they call in psychiatry, psychoses. Their psychoses, they spread their psychoses to everybody else, meaning their insecurities to everybody else. You see, that's why they got to deflect and talk about how people act like this and why they're like this and you people are like this and this, that, and the third. And like I said, they hide behind it because they're, uh, they're projecting, they're trying to project their image onto you. You see, they try to project their craziness onto you. And when they project their craziness onto you, you become transparent like them. You become controlled by your emotions. You become controlled by your wandering mentality. You start acting like them. You start plugging in and unplugging and unplugging yourself out of reality. A lot of you start to, un- to plug in and plug yourself in and plug yourself out of reality. You know what I mean when I say plug yourself into reality, outside reality? Y'all start, some of y'all might plug into the third dimension going into the fourth, and y'all might snap into alignment. Next thing you know, y'all go back into the dead two-dimensional world. You start acting like these Negroes. You go right back into the, two, the dead two-dimensional world. You see? You start being that love everybody spirit. I love everybody. You see, you get into that love spirit. You start thinking you like everybody else. You start acting like you everybody else. You know the so-called black woman is in, in, in la-la land. Anytime she don't think she look crazy walking around trying to look like a human, trying to look like humans with the um, wigs on their head and stuff like that, you don't see nobody trying to emulate the so-called black woman with their natural hair. You rarely ever see, you might see some of these Asians try to put some braids in their hair here and there. But like I said, you don't see nobody trying to emulate you. You emulate everybody else. So what does that say? That makes the so-called black woman very what? 
that makes her very transparent. What do you get from a woman who tries to emulate every woman with her hairstyle and things like that? That she wants to be like everybody else. She doesn't like who she really is. You see? And this is what makes her easy for the pickings of the other races. Because they don't see that she's strong and firm in who she is. Because they really look for the so-called black woman to be the weak link. They look for her. They look through. They try to see through her insecurities and things like that. She's so goddamn transparent. That's how come the so-called white man is able to manipulate the black woman and thus destroy the family because she's so transparent. You know, she want. They know she want attention. They know she want she want to have straight hair. They know she want big eyelashes. They know she basically want to follow whatever the white woman says to follow. They know that. So therefore, she becomes transparent. That's how they know how to control the so-called black woman. You see, and when the black woman is acting off code, when she's acting like she's about her people and she want to wear her hair natural and she ain't with the beast, like I said, they tend to really get hypersensitive toward those type of bronze women. They get hypersensitive. They start to treat you like a man. But when you when you acting like one of them, when you 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 know they try to, they try to be more like they try to be more accommodating when you acting like one of them. When you trying to look like one of them, when you trying to talk like one of them in their tone and their frequency, they try to be a little more accommodating. You see. See when you when you're being you know when you being what they call cagey, they can't see through you. Right. They do what? They examine you, especially if you're quiet. Especially if you're quiet. You see, the humans are always trying to read you. You see, that's part of that animal instinct. The humans are always trying to read you. When it comes to these simple-ass black people, black people, the only thing black people try to do is size up other black people. They don't try to read the humans around them. You see, they don't try to read humans around them because really these, these Negroes, they trust the humans. They trust the humans. They got total trust in the humans. You ever notice that? They trust the white man, the nigger woman trust the white man, the Asian man, the Eastern, the Arab, all of them. That's why they spend money with them. That's why they'll go in their shops. That's why they'll run and spend money on their stuff. When it comes to you and you selling something to them, oh, why I can't get the hookup? Why why I got to pay for this? I can't get this for the free? You know what that means? That means they don't trust you and they don't think much of themselves. That's how you can see right through these Negroes. They value anything the beast has. You see, when it comes to the beast, there's no questions. When it comes to these Asians, Caucasians, the East Indians, whatever, there's no question. They, everything they say is right and exact. They go right with it. You say something to them, they already starting to scrutinize you. They trying to look at you. You trying to, you know, say, you know, and, you know, they ain't going to never really trust you. See, because you're not those people. You see, they you're not those people. You see, when you see through people, like I said, you see the very thing that drives them. You see how they operate off of emotion, not off of logic, not off of rational thinking. You see how they operate. You see, you see what drives them. You know how to manipulate them. You see, very much, it's, it's very, it's very um, simple. Very simple. You know, very rarely will these humans surprise you. They will very rarely surprise you with their behavior. In other words, whatever they whatever they do, you pretty much expect it. If it's something degenerate, something low life, what will surprise you with the humans is when they do something different. 
I mean, when they do something decent, I mean to say, when they do something benevolent, that's when you're pretty much surprised by them. But like I said, for the most part, you can see through them, even when they're being benevolent and malevolent. Same thing, whereas you should be able to see through everybody that way, which drives everybody. Because how you see that is you have to put yourself above everybody. You have to put yourself above everybody through logical and rational thinking. And what I mean by that is you have to know that you don't move off of emotion. You don't move off of uh, um, uh, um, any kind of, uh, you know, how you say, any kind of compassion or emotional thoughts when it comes to your place in the world or dealing with people. You don't move by that. You move by logic and rational thinking when it comes to encountering people. And through that way of thinking, that's how you're able to see through everybody else because rarely will you see the people of the world moving that way. The majority of people, the mass, mass, mass majority of people, that pretty much means everybody, 99.9% of the people on this planet move through emotions. You see, they move through emotions. Look how many people ran and got that jab because they were scared. Whether they were scared they were going to lose their job, scared they was actually going to get sick, scared. See, they move by emotion. See, and the beast counts on that. Whether they're threatening that you can't go out to these places and whatnot, they count on you. They see right through you because they manipulate you by fear, by emotion, by taking away something that you love, something that you cherish, even whether it be your life. You see, threats. Threats. They work off fear. And they don't know how to handle things when you're not afraid. They'll try and kill you if you're not afraid. Kill you if you're not afraid. Because they are afraid. And they don't want to live in fear. Because they don't want to live in fear, they'd rather kill you than live in fear. You see, that was supposed to really be our mentality, especially in slavery. You see? That should have been our mentality because our people, plenty of our people was was able to see through the beast. Plenty of our people. That's why the beast stopped our people from looking right and told our people, don't eyeball me, don't reckless eyeball me, don't look in my face because they didn't want you to see the fear in their face because they know our people have a way of looking through people. We can figure out people. We have that deep stare and that deep thing that goes down in the spirit of man. You see? We have those piercing eyes, and they know what they're doing is not right. And that's why they didn't want, you had to put your head down when you was talking to them. You see, you had to put your head down when you was talking to them. You see, then that meant that you wasn't afraid of them. If you really looked up and you paid attention, you really would see that they scared of you. You see. And they want to, they, like I said, that's what bullies do. Bullies more or less do what? They, they they sense your fear. And they take advantage of your fear. That's what the white man has been to the so-called black race. They have basically punked the so-called black man and whatnot. And his woman, they had to use her to do it and use a, gr- a group of them together to do that. And they're still doing that to this day. Because they can read through the so-called black man. They can read through the so-called black woman. Because they were able to instill fear and emotion in you. They got us to stop operating from logic a long time ago. Because the answer to our bondage, the answer to our imprisonment under these humans was a logical and rational answer. 
It was a logical and rational answer, and it was also a logical and rational answer how we can get ourselves out of that. Very logical and rational, but you had to first see through these people, and the only way you see through these people is by being real within yourself. You see? You had to be real within yourself. You have to be honest with everything you are able to accept in your life and what you're not able to accept, what you're able to live through and what you're not able to live through. You see, you have to be honest with yourself, real with yourself. See, if you're not real with yourself and honest with yourself, then you'll never be able to see through others. If you're being as fake and as phony as other people, then like I said, you won't be able to see through them. You see, you won't be able to see through them. Because, again, fake people always got up a persona. They always trying to act a certain way. People have always got up a persona. They're always trying to act a certain way. You see, they have an image to uphold. They have a character to protect. And they don't want you seeing through the real them. And some of your some of these characters they put up is so real because, like I said, it's, it's you know, those who can't see through them, it's usually because you being phony. You see, the minute you are not able to see through phony people is because you're being phony and you've been around phony people so long, you start acting like them. You start acting like what you think you're supposed to act like instead of what you actually are supposed to be, which is real. If these people are not for you or in alignment with what you're trying to do, then you're supposed to move away from those people. You see, if a situation is not right for you, if you know you'll never adapt to a situation, then you shouldn't be in that situation. Simple as that. Because what will happen is you will become fake and phony trying to act as though you fit within that situation when you don't. And next thing you know, you become fake like the people that you're around, phony like the people you're around, transparent like the people you are around. And you will wear your emotions openly because you're trying to fit into something where you don't fit. You see, you're trying to fit into a place where you don't fit. You see, that's why, again, like I said, mental health is not for black people. Hell, the Mesoamerican community ain't for black people neither. That's for a extended, brighter, stronger breed of people. That's who that's for. That's either going to be a chosen few. That's going to be the chosen few. A lot of people are not going to be able to cut the mustard when it comes to being real. Because simply to be real is to cut away the things that are unreal in you. If you came to a place of reality in your life, that means you were meant to become a real person, a real personified being, and thus see through all of those who are not. Because to be able to see through those who are not is what ultimately protects you in this life. You have to have your sensory on to know who's real and who's fake in this life because how the hell else do you maneuver through this life? You'll get, be getting got every five minutes if you didn't know who to look, to, what, what way not to go, who not to trust, who not to give your money to, who not to go, go nowhere with, stuff like that. You'll be getting got every time. You wouldn't make it if you didn't have that sensory to see through people. You see, you wouldn't make it. You see, that's why a lot of you so-called black people don't make it in the world, man. They end up dead because, like I said, a lot of our so-called black people, they don't have that sensory no more, man. They That, that sensory is going, and they are truly black people. They've been blacked out. That terminology has never been so real 
as now. Like, for example, when I talk about what black really means and what the white man's intention was, the so-called white man's intention was for calling on people black, don't that fit everything that I've been telling y'all? A people in darkness, a people who've had their history wiped out, a people who've been blacked out, who they don't know who they are, the world don't know who they are. That fits everything. Now, to the simple-minded black person, yeah, that's a, that's a that's strength and that's power, because black power, all that stupid nonsense. You see? Because they being fake and phony about blackness. They being fake and phony because they've been programmed to be fake and phony about blackness. As if blackness is a good thing. They've been programmed to be fake and phony. Black is beautiful. Black and proud. You see? Strong black man. Strong black woman. Yeah, a strong, uh, a strong empty uh, um, person and a strong, a strong empty woman and a strong empty man. Because that's what black equals. But they can't see that. Because they're playing a role. They've accepted the role as black people. So therefore, they can't see through other people because they're busy being they black, they black self. They're too busy being fake black people. They're too busy playing the role of black people. You see, they're too busy playing the niggas are too busy playing the role of black people. And it's like a, it's like a planetary minstrel show. This nigga, black people are nothing but a planetary minstrel show um, produced by the so-called white man. That's all they are. They're just a planetary minstrel show. In other words, the white man, they cast an image. You see, these Zionists, they cast an image of what black people are, and they told you that you are those black people. And now, now that they've cast you in the role and the image of black people, now they can see through you. They can see through you clearly. You see, because they know you're going to become what they told you you're going to, that that they that you're going to become what they said you are over time. You're going to become what they said you are, and have not black people become what they said they would become? Savages, animals, you know, low level, low thinking people. Ain't that what they were showing how black people are? This creation of what they was calling black people in blackface, acting like a bunch of savages, animals, and lazy, and, 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 and predators on their own people and things like that. That Ain't that what they said? Now you look at flash forward to 2021. That's what you Negroes have become. You see, that's what you have become. So it made it easier for them to see through you. It made it easier for them to see through you once you started becoming that. Once you started acting like that, it made it easier for them to see through you. That's how the white man is able to see through black people. They know how to, you know, basically because black people is a character image that was created by white people. Everything so-called black people are emotional, angry, you know, things like that. No real law, no order, just unpredictable, uh, low-natured, low low-thinking people. Everything they said you would become, everything that they predicted you would become, you became over time because they predicted that they put that forward as you, you know, for you to shape you. They put those images out to shape you into that. They put out those images to shape you into that. So they would always be able to see through you because those are their images that they give you. So they're able to see through all of those images. You can't really see through it if you're looking through the lens of a so-called black person. You can't see through anything. You can't see through anything as long as you're looking at things through the image as a black person. You know, if you believe you're a black person, if you're looking through, looking at life as a black person, 
I don't care what people say. Oh, well, you ain't seen as nothing else because one of the things they'll say, you know, oh, well, if 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 the white man said you black, then you black. Forget about what you say about yourself. That's really what the, you ever hear these guys say? If the white man said you black, then you black. Forget about what you say about yourself. What you say about yourself don't matter. It's what they say and how they treat you. Tell me these niggas don't say that when you say, oh, I'm not a black man, I'm a bronze man. Oh, but if the police stop you and they tell you, come here, black man, you a black man then. So what it matters is, is how they see you and how they see through you. That's what matters, not what you actually are. That's how black people think. That's why they can't see through anybody. That's why they fall for anything. That's why they don't have any future vision toward anything. They can't see the need for our people to come together because mentally they're not together. Mentally they don't have their mind together. They're trying to be the character of somebody else. They're trying to find completion of themselves in the image of the beast. That's really what they're trying to do. In other words, they're trying to complete themselves or trying to complete their character that they put out in front of the world by trying to find some of these philosophies, some of these characteristics of the so-called white man that they can emulate, that they can mark to add to their uh, uh, character, which is, you know, in their mind, incomplete or just straight up false. Just straight up false. In other words, they're trying to make themselves real people in the image of the beast. Like, they'll go to school, and they'll get their education, get their degree, try to talk like Caucasians, try to take up what's in, you know, their interest in things. And like I said, that's just meant to simply make you an even phonier version of who you're supposed to be, make you phony versions of what you're supposed to be. You start talking like them, acting like them, hanging out with them. You're hanging out with a bunch of uh, uh, um, weak vessels. You're hanging out with a bunch of weak vessels, a bunch of phony people themselves, and you're trying to be phony like the phony people. You're trying to be phony like the phony people. If you're trying to act like a Caucasian, you're trying to be phony. That's really incomplete. You're trying to talk like them, act like them, use their tone, their frequency, you know, trying to be into what they're into. That's you being fake. That's you being phony. And and nowadays that some of that some of that's y'all being real because y'all came amongst them, y'all was empty as a people. And a lot of you being empty as a people, you just started letting their spiritual energy fill up your vessel. You started being around them because you were empty as a person. You wasn't a developed persona and they was able to see that in you. The beast was able to see that you're not a full, strong persona. You don't know who you are. So it's easy for them to bring you around and manipulate you. That's why they always want to adopt your children, because they know your children are empty vessels. They are looking to be taught something. They know that they're empty vessels. They're open for, you know, they're open for whatever they're going to be taught. So they try to get your children early. They adopt your children early. They take your children early. They scar up their minds early. You see, so that the beast can always see through them, so that he can always see what motivates them, and he can always utilize them, use them how he wants to use them. That's why they come after your children. See, they don't want you when you are full grown and your mind is developed and you know what the beast is. And when you look at them a certain way, they know that you know who they are and what they are, that you can see right through them. They hate that. What that makes them do when you see right through them, that makes them start to bow down to you. Or it makes them get hostile towards you, right or wrong. When you can see these humans for what they are, it makes them do one or two things. Either they're going to bow down and humble themselves when you're looking at them and you're giving them those ominous stare, that death stare. When you're looking at them, 
but you're not even really giving them a death stare. To them, it's a death stare, but to you, it's an eternal life stare that you're giving them. And it comes off as a death stare to them because they don't have eternal life. So if you're looking at them in all of their fullness, completeness, and wholeness, and you basically see that there's nothing to look at, there's really nothing to look at when you get right down to it. You're looking straight through these people because they don't have no souls. They are just spiritual beings. You get right down to one or two things they're going to do. They're either going to capitulate and just bow down and try to start, you know, kissing up to you, or they're going to get violent and angry towards you for seeing them for who they are. You see, very predictable. You see, these humans, they don't have, they're not very complicated. They're never to be trusted. You see, that much you should always know. Never trust these humans or these Negroes who follow the humans. Never trust them. They're not to be trusted ever. You see, you don't have any human friends. You don't have any human allies. You see, if they should help you out once, in a, you know, at times, you know, that was Amin that utilized them for that to help you. But that was Amin for that time. But they're not to be trusted long term. You see. Because they can't, you know, be real and with who who and what they are. They're not real within themselves, so they can anyone who's not real within themselves can never truly be trusted. They can never be, truly be trusted. And the beast shows you all the time that he cannot be trusted. We'll be right back. You've changed. That sparkle in your eye has gone. You smile. It's just a careless yawn. You're breaking my heart. You change. You change.
You thought these the, the homo thugs and whatnot, the niggas, the, a lot of these hardcore niggas, these be the same niggas in the club with the, with these young punk niggas. Niggas like, these faggot niggas, suck-ass punk niggas. And they'd be right up in the club on the down low trying to push up on that nigga. You see, these the thugs. You see? Some of them just, they get bold with it. They get tired of hiding. And some of them just start wearing dress. Like this guy, you ever heard of this guy called Monster Cody? This guy, he's one of those, um, he's supposed to be a big time. He was a big time, uh, so-called big time. I think he was a blood or something like that. He was a blood, right? You ever heard of this guy, Monster Cody? How many of y'all heard this guy? I know y'all heard this guy from the West Coast, Monster Cody, right? This just He just died. But, you know, in his um, biography, right, yeah, Big Crip, yeah, his biography, they said this, this, this nigga was talking about he was wearing women's clothes. Y'all heard about that? This nigga's biography, he's talking about he was wearing women's clothes. You know? So you already know what that means. Yeah, it's right in his biography. This nigga was wearing this big hardcore, his father was a football player. His, he, you know, he's an illegitimate, uh, illegitimate son of a football player. His mom was messing around with him. that. He was the product of that. And he looked just like this dude, too. This nigga was a cross-dresser, man. He was wearing women's clothes and whatnot. You already know You already know what, what else come with that. You know? Yeah, they all, that's all that hardcore energy come from. And see, they, them niggas are so scared that somebody's going to find out. That's why they're so extra hard, just so that you stay away from them, because they don't want that, that part of them seen. They don't want that part of them seen, because they know it's not manly to be like that. That's you're not no real man. You just you know, they know that. You know, some of your most aggressive, toughest guys you can see right through them. Them niggas are fags, man. You see, they keep because like I said, you know, no, no, no real man walks around wanting to fight and be aggressive all the time. No real man walk around like that. You see, a real man they don't want you know who about that. They don't want to be. They don't want no problems, man. It's too many headaches, man. You see, so like I said, you know, you get that energy real fast and you get to see what drives these people. Fear drives these people. Fear usually drives these people because they don't want nobody finding out who and what they are and why they are the way they are. They don't want nobody finding that out. They don't want nobody discovering that. Because seeing that discovery, in that discovery, in that reality, it takes away from a lot of the persona that they worked so hard to build, or the character they tried to build, what they tried to say they were. Because people hate exposure. People hate exposure. You know? People in the three-dimensional realm, they hate exposure. Whether it be exposure to too much heat, too much energy, too much focus, they hate exposure. You see, people like to do things, a lot of these cowardly people, they like to do things in the dark. They do things behind the hoods. You see, they hide their faces. Look at the Ku Klux Klan. They kill people, they put robes on and hide their faces. Why are you hiding? If you really believe that you're really about to, what you hiding for? Don't tell me you care about the law. You see, why are you hiding? You see, because to cover yourself is a sign that you don't want your true face to be shown because they want to walk around, 
You see, because if you if you see the true face, nine times out of ten, somebody gonna recognize you, and then you might catch that same smoke from somebody. But see, as long as you got your face covered, and you can hide. You can walk around in public, and you can act like you innocent. You can walk around in public and act like you innocent. You see. They can always walk around and play the role. People are full of, you know what, they playing roles here. They role playing. They acting like decent people. They acting like respectable people. They acting like good people, but they really not. There's always an angle behind that. Always. Even if they just telling themselves that. You see, the, the people that I trust are the people who just are too busy to be attached to you. They just want to go about their business. Those are the best people to trust, the people that just want to get through life or through their existence and keep it moving. Those are the only people that you can really trust. Those are people who are just going to just keep going, just going. They don't really want to interact or encounter you. And same thing there. That's fine. That's the best people. The best people are the people who just keep it moving, who ain't trying to really encounter you who not trying to get in your way, who just trying to just keep it moving, you see. Because they don't want to get exposed for what they are. They don't want to be exposed, you see, because a lot comes with that exposure. A lot comes with exposure, you see. When people can hide behind a mask, they feel the most secure. That makes the coward, that makes the coward feel secure when they can hide behind a mask. I told you the tough thug, the tough tough guy thug image, that's a mask, man. That's a beard. You see, like a lot of these guys that wear the beards when they fit me. I told you, and I made the analogy between the beard and homosexuality and the mask and, you know, the thug image and all that. That's nothing but a beard, man. That's, that's guys, you know, like I said, they, they trying to present a certain persona. You know, they trying to act a certain way. That's what they doing. But see, the thing is, you don't want nothing to ever come about where you're putting people in the corner. Because just like anything, you put a person in the corner. When you put people in the corner and you leave them no choice, they're going to show you who they really are. When people are forced to either come up and move to the next level or die at that level, then you get to see who people are really made of. You see who people are really made of. When it comes time for them to evolve and move to the next level, you see the stuff that they really made of versus those who are not made of that. You see, like I gave the analogy of this community again. Many are called, but few are chosen. You were called to come in to make yourself better because this is where you were supposed to make yourself greater at. This is where you were supposed to come, but you refused to embrace it. And you, by you refusing to embrace it, you were exposed for your weakness. You were exposed for your weakness because you refused to embrace that which was supposed to make you greater. You see, we become greater when we are collectively together. We become greater. Those who cannot, obviously, is because they don't want you to see something about themselves when in close quarters. Because, see, once we together collectively, we in close quarters, whether we in different cities, states, countries, no matter what. We as mentalists, we in close quarters together now. You see, we in close quarters. Mentally, we in close quarters. You know? 
And because we're in close quarters, we are getting to know each other more and more. We are familiar with each other from state to state, although we're familiar with each other. I know I know of you all on some level, whether I've seen you or not, whether I've seen you once, I pick up your energy and vibration, and you thus definitely pick up mine. And it's a no-nonsense energy. I don't have to, you know, beat about the bush about it. It's a no-nonsense energy, and that's what I send out, and that's what I want to see coming back. I want that energy to shine through. And I don't want to look and see or be exposing a bunch of black people who playing like they bright and walking with me. I don't want that. No, thank you. Leave. I say that all the time. I'm always on that leave vibration. If you're not up to shining, if you're not up to this illumination, because, again, part of this illumination, you have to expose yourself. Part of becoming illuminated, I want you all to pay attention to what I'm about to say. Part of being illuminated means that you have to expose yourself. What did I do when I, remember when I was on camera, the first time I was on camera, what I said? When I said I'm about to do a broadcast, and you know, and I did the podcast, and I took out my joint, took out the joint full of marijuana, sparked it right up. With my shades on, my eyes are set back in my chair, and I started teaching class because that's how I teach class. That relaxes me. I wasn't being phony about that. That's a part of me. I'm sharing a part of you. I'm sharing a part of me with, with you all because I don't have to protect no image. I don't have an image. I don't have a character. I'm a real person, and I show my realness. Like certain people, they won't show you them to being how they really are to you, they be careful of those people who show you a character and not show you their real self. Be careful of those people. Because if they can lie about who they really are, they can lie to you about anything. They will lie to you about anything. You see, I'm I'm not I'm not I'm see I'm not afraid to be myself. I'm not afraid for you to look through me and see that I am who I am and who I say I am and who I project myself to be 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, this is who I am. So, there, you know, when you look at me, all you will see is illumination. All you will project, all you will pick up is illumination. All you will pick up is brightness. No matter what I do, you'll pick up brightness. You see, you don't pick up blackness from me because, see, unlike black people, I don't hide what I do. I don't hide who I am. I don't try to be something I'm not. I'm not trying to be like nobody else. That's what black people do because what they're trying to do is hide the fact that they, you know, that when you look through them as real people, you don't really see much there. There's nothing really there. You see? There's nothing there. And they don't ever want you to see that there's nothing there. Just empty vessels. Just empty, scared, emotional vessels. That's all. Nothing else. Nothing more. And see, people got to realize that. They got to realize that. They got to realize that the world, you know, the world in which they offer you these different personas or these different, you know, characters, excuse me, not personas, character gives you nothing to grow on. Because, see, a true 
persona, when you are in, in connection with your true persona, you have something to grow forward on. You have something to grow on. You have something to grow towards, something to grow to when you are in connection with your true persona. You have something to grow forward to, grow on, grow into a higher state of. So you can't do that in this 3D world because in this 3D world, these people are fake. They fake. You see, they're fake, and they don't put on any airs about their fakeness. They're not even trying to hide that anymore. You know, people are embracing pettiness and fake behavior. Now, people are starting to embrace pettiness. That's the new thing. Embrace your pettiness. Embrace your fake behavior. You know, ain't no shame to my game. Don't try to make yourselves better. If you ain't worth shit, then, oh, well, you just ain't worth shit. Granted. But never expect us to take you seriously. Or act as though you're that deep, too deep to ultra stand. We'll be right back.
You should always force yourself into reality. Force yourself into reality. What I mean by that is force yourself into who you really are. And then unleash yourself onto the world. Force yourself into who you really are. Right? And then unleash yourself onto the world. Because once you do that, then and only then can you see through other people. You see? Real always no real and real always no fake. How you say real recognize real and real recognize fake. But see, fake never recognize fake. You see, fake never recognize fake. But fake recognize real. And fake will always be intimidated by real. Fake will never like real. You see, because real can't be fake. And fake hate that fake. Fake hate that real can't be fake. See, most of the time you get with a person who's not real, which is the majority of people on this planet, if you are a real person, you're not going to really want to be with them. But if you should happen to give them some energy, they will spend that energy, that open time trying to be fake with you. Like when a guy's trying to rap to you and bullshit you, he talking all out his head and saying all kinds, just trying to say anything. You already know what he wants. You know what I'm saying? But he just trying to say anything and he just sound really bad at it and you're more and more real, you looking at you like nigga really? And he more and more he just starts to sound more and more ridiculous and then by that time he don't want to talk to you no more. You done turned him off, you done stole his thunder. Cause you know the nigga phony. Right? You know he you know he you already know what he about. He just laughable at this point. He just showing himself to be a clown. Right? You know what he about. Because he showed himself to be phony. Because usually guys who are, you know, awkward when it comes to talking to women, you or these guys who or I say these guys who try to be all cool and all this, that's really a character they put on because they're awkward when it comes to talking with these niggas that's trying to run game and trying to say what the woman want to hear. Like, you know, like these niggas trying to wear that cool because they got a woman. Look, look. These niggas, they, they, their mindset is really they're awkward when it comes to talking to women. They're scared to talk to women. They're intimidated by women, intimidated by females. You know what I'm saying? So they got to throw in that little cool persona. You know how these niggas try to half-ass talk to the females? Today? Yo, you got you got some time? Got to get your number? You know, you got some time? Time for what? To hear nonsense? To hear nigga nonsense? You see? You know, and I say it like this: like a lot of times, see, a lot of times the the white boys, the white boys, you know why they get a lot of these black girls, why the white boys get them, because see, the white boy, he's a cornball, and he ain't trying to be, you know, he ain't trying to be nothing other than a cornball, or he go get a fake black female, and she, and she, and he trying to act like a nigga, and you know that appeals to her because she's fake, and she want a fake, you know, artificial version of a nigga. You see, because the nigger mentality, the nigger image is fake. The thugged out nigger cool image, that's fake. You see, so a white boy, so that's why the white boy could just go ahead and throw that on. He, the wiggle white boy, the wiggle white boy could go throw that on and be, a, he doing his best minstrel show of a nigger. You know, he doing his best minstrel show, his best Al Jolson, you know, of a, of a cool ass nigger. He get a nigger haircut, get his little beard shaped up, acting like John B. But y'all remember that cracker boy, the white boy back in the 90s, John B. Trying like a nigger, you know. Got one of the best lines. I, one of the best lines in um 
I think it was in a, in a, in a uh, Clint Eastwood movie or something like that, or one of these movies, but Clint Eastwood was trying to talk like a black dude, or he's trying to sound like a nigga. And, and the black dude <laughs> on the bronze man said to him, because he, he was trying to talk like you know how these white people try to try to try, try to get you kind of get bump bump fist with you and try to talk cool with you because they think that's how all niggas talk. And he was just like he the white boy was trying to talk to Clint Eastwood. He said, "Stop trying to sound like a nigga. You sound stupid." <laughs> I, I bust out laughing. He said, "Stop trying to sound like a nigga. You sound stupid." <laughs> Best line right there. He saw right through him. You see, he saw right through him, you know. And these wiggle white boys, like I said, they just do their best minstrel show act because deep down inside, they racist as hell too. See, because all that racism really is really which when you see through all the racism, that's really insecurity. That ain't nothing but insecurity. That ain't nothing but a bunch of insecure punk ass white boys. You see, that's all a bunch of insecure punk ass white boys. Who got to hide behind guns? Most of these guys, who they, you know, most of these guys, if you see most of them white boys who who try to act like they so hardcore and everything, you, if you see them one on one someplace and y'all about the same size, you know you'll wash them. It's just hands straight up hands. You already know straight up warrior style. You'll wash them. If you got some size on, you know how to fight. Nigga know how to fight a little bit. You'll wash them right up. They don't want no smoke. That's why they join the police force. That's why they go in the gym, lift weights. That's why you know, you know, they hate niggas because niggas make them feel inadequate. That's why they. That's really what's behind racism. Niggas make them feel inadequate. You see, they they feel inadequate already, but they need to feel better about themselves. That's why if you ever see, you know, especially in that show, The Sopranos, I talk so much about, and I know it's with a lot of white people, white guys. They'll always talk about whenever they got a fight with a black dude. Yeah, I got into this fight with a black guy. You know, they won't just say I got in a fight with a guy. I got in a fight with a black guy. If it was just anybody other, I got in a fight with a, this guy and such. They wouldn't say that if it was a white person. They say a black guy because they. You already know that's a big thing to them to get in an argument or a fight with a black dude, especially if they're gonna tell a lie like they they beat the black dude up or something. You know, that makes them feel manly. You see, that makes them feel manly. Yeah. So. So, you know, like I said, you know, you understand where all this really comes from. It comes from fear. Fear and and delusion. Delusional people are fearful people. Delusional people are fearful people because they're trying to always put up a image of what you, they, they, of what you, or what they think they want to be. You see? Like a lot of these black cis stars, the ones who are talking all that, God is cold nonsense and all that black sister nonsense. Behind all that, they ain't nothing but a bunch of scared, insecure, unsure black females. You see, that's all they are who never developed, who never grew out of that. That's all they were. They, that's all they are, a bunch of scared, you know, underdeveloped. Because, again, real women, they real women ultra-stand what the power is and where the power lies and where they should align themselves. See, real, women, real men and real women know that you can't get no place alone and that you have to align yourself with a group of people and if you're going to grow into something. See, real men and real women understand that. People with childlike mentalities like your so-called black race, they don't get that. That's really why black people will never come together because, like I said, they have a childlike mentality of uncooperativeness. And this is why everybody, the white man sees people and he sees that black people have childlike mentalities. 
That's why they felt it was okay to enslave you, abuse you, because they don't see y'all as real men and women. They see you as boys and girls, because what real man and real woman will allow these pieces of shit to abuse you and not put them to death on, on sight? You see, had you did that, you would have had all it. They might have killed a bunch of our people, but we would have had the respect of everybody and the fear of everybody. You see, but they saw that our people were soft and weak, that we tolerated shit. You see, they saw that. And they still see it in you niggas today, man. You see, they still see it in you Negroes today, man. Even you niggas supposed to be so-called thugs and gangbangers. White men don't, they, white men don't, got, don't see y'all that way. He don't see you that way. Because he know deep down inside, he know, he know y'all operating on the same frequency he operating on, that cowardly fear to want to be a tough guy, all that coward. He know y'all operating on the same fear. That's why I say the Bloods, the Crips, the Ku Klux Klan, same shit. All these fucking gangs and all these, all same shit. A bunch of males who need to get together. And stroke each other's egos and try to act like they real men and hardcore and all this other shit. That's all that is. Bunch of fake males. Bunch of fake men. A bunch of males who are trying to be men. You see? A bunch of males who are trying to be men. See, because real men, real men, they go about their business. They're trying to raise their family. They don't want no problems with nobody. They ain't got time for stupid shit. You see, they ain't got time to be getting locked up in jail or fighting people. They got they out. They trying to be out here to, to raise their families, man. Protect their children. That's what real men do. If niggas got time to ride around and, and shoot each other over colors or or what they racist shooting or you crackers shooting each other over race or you niggas shooting each other over colors, whether it's race. Notice is all. Notice this is all colors. It's all based on colors. The whites don't like the blacks. Color thing. The niggas don't like each other because blue and red, a color thing. Y'all notice that? It's all based in colors. Childish shit. Childish, immature shit. Just a f- female energy just to figure out just something to be at each other's throats about. Because that's, that's what females do. They look for reasons to attack each other, hate on each other, jealousy. All that energy is female energy. That's feminine energy, man. That's female energy. Excuse me. Real men don't do that. Real men don't do that. Real men don't... Don't you know they don't they don't you know they don't do that to people because they know it can come back. You see they don't do that. They don't want that kind of energy. Anybody talking about you killing people just for sport, just because killing somebody's a serious thing. Talking about killing somebody's a serious thing, man. That ain't no joke. But the people that could just do that carelessly like that, they animals, man. And like I said, a lot of these guys, they 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 got a little, they got a lot of sugar in their tank. That's that angry female energy in a lot of these guys. You can see right through it. Black, white, whatever they are, Latin, Arab, whatever they all in them gangs, they all a bunch of faggots. That's why we, I don't I don't get that. You 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 want to kill people and you know you rather kill people and be going back and forth to jail with men and all and be rather than be with women, rather than be with your woman or with women and enjoying life. That ain't that ain't got nothing to do with money. That has nothing to do with money. Because you they doing the very things that mess up that's gonna mess up their money, killing people, robbing, doing all that stuff. You doing the very things that's gonna mess up your money. That ain't about money. 
You see, that whole thug image, like I said, you can see right through this bunch of gays. Them guys are homosexuals, man. The tough thug guy, they gay. They faggots. You see, and they they having a hard time coping with that, especially the ones who, you know, the ones who do gay bash. Remember, you used to hear a lot of white boys do that. A lot of white boys was into gay bash, and they see some gays, they jump on and beat them up and whatnot. You know why they doing that? Because they faggots. They gay. And they and they, and they anything that sh- that they got to they when they see that it's like they looking in the mirror at how they really feel. When they see faggots, they looking in the mirror at how they really see themselves and view themselves. And then they, but they got to turn around and t- uh, you know, uh, and the ones who trying to push it, or oh, if you don't accept that, you a homophobe. They don't want to see images of themselves. That's why they got to make all the manly movies where they show you the white man doing all this stuff, being a hero and all this other stuff. And, you know, what's that, uh, Van Damme and all that, and Seagal and all these, they trying to show you Rocky. That's, that's, that's a bunch of nonsense, man. That's a bunch of nonsense and foolishness. That's all just a bunch of false bravado. You know, show all them cowboy movies with white man seeing John Wayne and all that. That's a, that's a load of shit. Most of them guys wear dresses, they homos, they're a bunch of weirdos. You see, like you find about a lot of your entertainers, see, because they paid to put on characters. You see, John Wick, yeah, yeah, Keanu Reeves, he a homo, allegedly, but but not allegedly, but allegedly. You see, they all all them people, man, they all suspect, man. Those are the roles they playing. See, because nobody's the same way all the time. Like, you know, as far as, you know, mood. Your mood changes at times. You shouldn't, if you got that energy with you all the time and whatnot, like I said, you're not evolving into the scenery. You see, you can be the same temperament, but you're, you know, like I said, you adjust to the temperament of, you know, of everything else. You see? You see? That's that's what that is, you know. Well, he said, like the dude on a snowfall that played Franklin, the dude, dude a flaming, yeah, not not just him, the guy, the little guy with the afro, his homeboy supposed to be the toughest guy, the little guy with the afro. You ever see him interview when he had the curls in his head? Yeah, he got, he definitely got sugar in his tank. He definitely got sugar in his tank. The little guy with the afro on on snowfall. You see, he definitely gonna do good in Hollywood. He'll be he definitely he'll be good in Hollywood. Yeah, but let me go ahead and read this question for you out of here. How can uh you see we see through people? Basically by looking at who they seeing who they look up to. Ask people, like I said, it would be a good idea to ask your children who do you who do you you know, who do you like and you know, who do you admire? Who do you look up to? And see what they tell you. And what they tell you will be very telling in the personality and the persona they put forward in their life. Why should we want to um, see through people? Because it protects us in the long run. You need to know who you encounter and who you're coming across, who you're dealing with, so that you know whether to deal with them or stay away from them. What kind of capability is this? This is a high mental sensory of uh, uh, um uh, clairvoyance and intuition. These are, this taps into your clairvoyance and intuition when you're dealing with seeing through people. You listening to their words. I tell you, you can hear their words. You can even see their actions, and you can see different things, hear different things, and what they're telling you. Remember, I said that if you listen close enough, 
as a person who's centered in the reality of who they are, you can start to hear people who are not centered in the reality of what they are. So then their words take on different meanings, the messages, the things they're saying. They're saying one thing, but you really hear something else. People, you, you hear, they saying one thing, but you can hear something else. You hear like this is something they're putting on top of something else. Who possesses it? The elect going to possess it strongly. We're already getting it now. How will it help the elect in the future to protect ourselves as always on our path to power? That's all. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Menkares. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night, good night, good night.